following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Disney World Resort. It's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening. Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, the Weeby Geeks Network. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you, now standing 739 days. 739 days without a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. It's terrifying. It's scary. <laughs> and not even the Boo to You parade at Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party satisfies us. We still want that daily nighttime parade every night at the Magic Kingdom going up and down Main Street, USA. It's terrifying. It's scary. Hopefully one day our nightmare will end as we're in the heart of Halloween season across the country and, of course, at Walt Disney World. So, But a lot of headlines to get to uh, for Press Row this time around. Now, just about a month ago, we first spotted some Christmas lights over on Cinderella Castle. You know, around the end of August, first part of September, they start putting the, you know, castle lights on Cinderella Castle. Well, Hollywood Studios has now joined in on the festivities along Sunset Boulevard. The light-up stars have been uh, installed in that area. The large screen that displays some of the animation used for Sunset Seasons Greetings is in a slightly modified location this year, which is going to make it a little bit easier for guests to see things going on Sunset Boulevard. It's positioned a little bit better than it was last year. Now, Sunset Greetings... And the flurry of fun Christmas time events. Now, those start up on November the 8th, 2018 this year, and it's going to run all the way through January the 6th, 2019. So, plenty of time for you to head out to the Walt Disney World Resort to check some of this stuff out. Now, there are some new laser effects that are expected this year, along with more park wide offerings, such as Toy Story Land enhancements. We talked about this as well a little bit earlier in the summer. 
when it comes to Toy Story Land. Walt Disney World has released some more information on the holiday overlay for the new Disney Hollywood Studios land. Now, the entire land is going to be decorated with oversized cranberry and popcorn garland, a huge ham sugar cookie, green alien ornaments, and a giant holiday card featuring a selfie of the Toy Story Pals. Now, the attractions are going to receive an overlay as well and get some attention. There's going to be sleigh bells ringing on Slinky Dog Dash. Plus, there's going to be two brand-new holiday songs and themed lighting over on Alien Swir- uh, Swirling Saucers. Then... Woody is going to be wearing a special holiday vest decorated with a Christmas tree and presents. Plus, he'll have a candy cane stuck in his holster. Jessie is going to get a special vest as well. She'll have some peppermint patterns on that vest. Then Buzz Lightyear is going to be wearing a sparkly Santa hat. And the new holiday season, like I said before, this year, starting at the Walt Disney World Resort, beginning on November the 8th. So hopefully you'll have a chance to check it out. Now, earlier this year, we shared that Disney was making plans to develop the old River Country property. And Disney has just released the information on all of this. There's going to be a brand new nature-inspired mixed-use Disney resort that's going to welcome families in 2022. This is still a little ways away from, you know, actually opening up along with the picturesque shoreline of Bay Lake. It's going to look fantastic in that area. Now, it is located between Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Now, this uh, resort project joins the other three that are underway right now at Walt Disney World Resort, bringing in a total of more than 1,700 new hotel rooms and proposed Disney Vacation Club villas online over the next four years. We we're kind of getting used to all the construction that's going on in Walt Disney World right now. Now, the Deluxe Resort, which will be themed to complement its natural surroundings, it's going to include more than 900 hotel rooms and Disney Vacation Club villas spread across a variety of unique accommodations types. This is going to be fantastic. A lot of people very excited. Also, the world of Disney stores over both the downtown Disney district and then, of course, the uh, Disney Springs area at Walt Disney World. Of course, it's still downtown Disney at Disneyland, in case you didn't know that. Well, there was going to have been undergoing some you know, major transformations for the last few months. They're going to reopen in late October. We're hearing October the 27th is what I'm hearing right now with improved store layouts and new elements of, of design and everything else. Along with the grand reopening of both shops, a stellar assortment of new products is also going to be on the way. I saw some pictures of the new section that opened over in Disney Springs. Guess what I saw? If you want to try on shirts, they've now got fitting rooms where you can try on clothes before you buy. Thank you, Disney. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to try something on before I actually buy it. How just upsetting can it be sometimes? You think you get the right size, you fly all the way back home, wherever that may be, and you go to put the shirt on and it doesn't fit. You needed a size just a little smaller or just a little larger. And what do you do? You got to go through the whole process of trying to return it to Disney through the mail, all this other stuff. Thank goodness they've got some fitting rooms over there at the World of Disney Store 
in Disney Springs. It's absolutely fantastic. But when it comes to this new products uh, that's on the way for the Disney stores, a new vintage-inspired collection will feature Mickey Mouse from the 1950s television series, the Mickey Mouse Club. This collection will offer something for everyone from eye-catching apparel to mouse-themed accessories, T-shirts, varsity jackets are... Uh, the real big thing well, from what, all the stuff that I've seen. Also, hats, headbands, handbags. They're going to make outfits uh, very, very special uh, when you just put all this stuff together, especially uh, for those in party prep mode for the upcoming 90th celebration of Mickey Mouse uh, next month. So we're all looking forward to that. The upcoming holiday season at Disney Parks is going to bring a new decor, new delicious treats, festive new merchandise. you got playful headwear. Ugly sweaters, accessories, all kinds of different things. The world of Disney stores in both California and also in Florida will be the first shops this year to offer the Disney Parks Holiday Collection. It's going to be fantastic, and hopefully you will have an opportunity to grab some of that from the world of Disney stores. But you can probably get them online as well, I'm guessing. Now, Roger Dressen, the merchandise product developer for seasonal merchandise at Disney Parks explained the designs are festive yet practical. We choose neutral colors so they can be easily incorporated into guests' existing dinnerware collections. So that's a good thing to hear. Now the world of Disney stores, like I said before, officially reopening they say October the 26th downtown Disney District at Disneyland Resort and then I was right, October the 27th at Disney Springs at the Walt Disney World Resort. Not a lot of news this week. I did not want to talk about price increases. I think we've talked enough about the increase of prices on different things at Walt Disney World this year. You know, they've done it with the minivans. They're now charging for parking when you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel. I think that I've just beat it to death. When it comes to the increased prices, and now, of course, we talked about it last month, how Disney was changing up the way you buy your tickets, the specific time of year that you buy your tickets to Walt Disney World. I'm not going to rehash that all again and make you guys listen to it. I've pretty much said my piece on it, and I'm going to leave it at that. So those are your big headlines this week. Let's get to some emails. It's email time. It's email time. Hey, everybody, it's email time. (laughs) All right, so some emails to get to this week. Really excited about email time this week. You guys, uh, lots of people send in emails. I love that. I love that I get to interact with you guys. So keep doing this, all right? Let's start with this one. Comes from Marissa. She says, hello, this morning you mentioned a limited edition hat box ghost mug for $30. And the feed of the radio show kept cutting in and out, and I wasn't able to hear anything else about it. Is it the Tiki Hatbox Ghost Mug, or is it something else? I'm trying to locate it for my husband, who loves the Haunted Mansion and the Hatbox Ghost. Can you please help? Would you be able to email me the link for this mug? Well, Marissa, you were right. I was talking about the Hatbox Ghost Mug over at Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Ran for about $30, and uh, it was available... I believe this last week, if memory serves me correctly, for a limited time. Because there were limited quantities of this mug. Very limited. And from what I'm, from what I'm hearing, there was over 500 people in line when these things went on sale over at Trader Sam's. So the chances of you getting one right now, 
there at Trader Sam's Grand Grotto at the Polynesian Resorts are slim. Your best bet is to start looking online to see, you know, who might be selling these mugs uh, to people. The only bad thing about that is you're going to be dealing with those people who are going to inflate the price of the mug. What would sell at Trader Sam's for $30, a lot of these people online, whether it be eBay or something else, are going to inflate the price. You may be paying anywhere from $50 to $60 for those mugs. Others could be paying even more because they want one so badly. So hopefully, during this past week, I hope you were able to get some information and possibly get one of those mugs uh, for your husband. But thank you again for your email, Marissa. We did have some issues with the stream uh, of uh, Sorcerer Radio last week during DW60. But uh, the thing was is that we've worked on it. I think we've got majority of the issues fixed, and hopefully we are not having any more issues with Stitch uh, pushing button, buttons and messing with things. He's a menace sometimes. But again, thank you so much uh, for your email. Let's get to the next one. It says, Hello, Jeff. I just want to say, first off, I'm a huge fan of your show. You do a really great job. I want to introduce myself. My name is Sylvia. I'm 26 years old and totally blind. I am a huge Disney fan and went to Walt Disney World many times when I was really young. But the best experience that I had is back in 2004 around this time. All of my family, including my mom, aunt, and uncle, and cousins, went and stayed at Saratoga Springs Resort. My main experience that I had a huge impact on was the Fast Pass with all four parks. Since I have a disability, my mom bought me the Fast Pass, and I was able to have all of my family join me the fast way to get to all of the rides. I would encourage anyone that has a disability to use the Fast Pass with their friends and families so they can experience the back way to all of the rides and they can go as many times as they want. Sylvia, thank you so much for your email and sharing your experience of your Walt Disney World trip with us. Now, remember, for those of you who have children or somebody in your family who does have a disability, there are... um, Different things available for those with disabilities that you can uh, take advantage of uh, while you're visiting the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, if you need more information on that, I encourage you to visit the Walt Disney World website, DisneyWorld.com, or you can call, uh, you know, Guest Relations or uh, the Reservation Center and get more information about those with disabilities and how to make their trip to Walt Disney World more magical, just like Sylvia and the family uh, that Sylvia has uh, and they were able to enjoy it. But again, Sylvia, thank you so much for your email. I'm glad that you enjoyed the show and that you're a uh, a big Walt Disney World fan. Again, thank you so much. Let's get to the next one. Let me see here. Who do we have? All right. This one comes from Ed Abbott. Said, although I do love this ride, and he's talking about Spaceship Earth, although I do love this ride, It is in need of a refurbishment, just like much of Future World. Siemens is no longer the sponsor, which makes it the perfect time for an update. In my opinion, it doesn't matter if most of the ride changes, as long as they retain the view of space at the top 
and enhance the technology. What is there now is very old type technology, which can be significantly improved. More importantly, they need to keep this ride about the Earth in some fashion and do not make this another Disney branding ride. If they turn this ride into a Disney-themed ride, then I will. It, then it will be a travesty. Sorry. Thanks from Ed in Maryland. Now, what Ed's talking about is uh, the rumor that um, I told you guys about last week about Spaceship Earth closing down for you know most likely two and a half years uh, for a major refurbishment. We're not ta- we're not just talking narration here. Not talking, you know, kicking Judy Dench out and putting somebody else in. We're talking a big change with Spaceship Earth. And uh, you guys are sending in your opinion. I love this. So he's got some good points there. Let's get to our next email. I have a feeling it probably has to do with Spaceship Earth. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. It says, hey, Jeff, love your show. I always enjoy listening to the podcast on the drive that I take on Monday nights. I was never a big fan of this current version of Spaceship Earth. It was always a bit too cutesy for me. I've never heard anybody reference Spaceship Earth and cutesy before. That's a new one. I love that. I will be happy to see the attraction get the love it deserves, especially the track. As the last couple of times I've been to Epcot, it was not a pleasant experience. The track is kind of bumpy nowadays. It just kind of bumps and jars along, you know, as you go. Rolling over different sections of the track, you can feel it. It's not a very smooth ride. I do miss the grandeur that the previous Iron version had over this version. Also, the lack of a decent scene. I'm sorry, also the lack of a descent scene. And a major upgrade to the dome scene at the top of the ride as a moment of awe and spectacle would be appreciated. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Matt Walkley. Matt. Oh, man. I wouldn't call this version cutesy. It's different with uh, Judy Dench doing it. I think it's the first time it is. It's the first time we ever had... Um, you know, a, a woman do the narration for Spaceship Earth. I think it worked. I think it flowed. I don't think it was cutesy, though. They do need to update the descent on Spaceship Earth. When you get to the top and you make your way down, those those screens, those cut screens, they were fun at first. It was cool. And you got to choose what your future may look like. But then after a few years, I was afraid it was going to get old and that it did. You've gone through all the options. You've visited all the different futures that you could possibly have. And after a while, you just didn't care anymore what you chose. You just went, oh, yeah, this one, this one, and this one. And, every, you know, the faces that you would take for a picture were, you know, good ones. You were smiling. You were happy. Now it's just a bunch of goofy faces and people don't really care. That's what Spaceship Earth has turned into. And that's why it probably still needs this update more than one. <laughs> Hey, Matt, thanks again for your email. I appreciate that. Uh, Interesting outlook on Spaceship Earth. One more to get to. All right. Hey, Jeff. So was listening to your show and heard you talk about the rumor of a complete refurb on Spaceship Earth. I'm old enough to remember when Epcot first opened in the early 1980s. I was a young teenager, but still do remember it all. 
I say leave Spaceship Earth alone, except for maybe some minor updates and changes. I'm a nostalgic type of person. I love all the original rides like Pirates, The Haunted Mansion, and Space Mountain. Spaceship Earth is one of the last originals at Epcot. I say leave it as it is. That comes from Phil over in New Jersey. So I, I agree with a lot with what Phil has to say. Like I just said before, the descent of Spaceship Earth needs to change. We used to have a, a couple of scenes when you would go back down Spaceship Earth to get ready to get off the attraction. There used to be a couple of scenes that you could enjoy, and they took those away for the small touch screens. Now, the very first scene that you see with the cavemen up on uh, the wall, it's cinematography, of course, you know, computer generated. It just doesn't look the same way it does. It's not very clear. You can't see it very well. The actual cave itself, I think all of those animatronics leading up to the Industrial Revolution are still very, very worthy of staying inside of Spaceship Earth. They could probably change a few after that. Uh, the Steve Jobs scene, you could probably keep that. First Man on the Moon, yeah, okay, the uh, the computer room and stuff like that. All that stuff I think is good. You could make some modifications to some of the uh, the older ones, though. I just I'm not an Imagineer, so I can't exactly tell you what I would do. I just think I think it needs a little more TLC. The track needs some work. Uh, the animatronics they need some work. The narration it needs some work. There's a lot of things going on here. But I agree a little bit of what Phil is saying here when it comes to, you know, just leave a little bit of the originality of what Spaceship Earth is. It's like he said, it's one of the few original attractions that started with the opening of Epcot. It's one of the few left over. You, you, can you say, let's see, we can't do Universe of Energy anymore. That's gone. Horizons was torn down. World of Motion was torn down. Journey into Imagination with Dreamfinder and Figment is not what it used to be. The Living Seas opened after quite a few years, the opening of Epcot. So you can't, can't, you know, can't do that one. Living with the Land has generally stayed the same since its opening. The song may not be there anymore. I miss the song, Living with the Land. Listen to the Land. Yeah, I love that song, and I miss it. I wish they still had it. I wish they still had a cast member on Living with the Land to talk to you about what's growing in that greenhouse. They don't have that anymore. It's just some person narrating on the boat. There was that personal touch on Living with the Land. I miss Horizons. I do do miss Horizons. I miss World of Motion. I miss the old Living Seas. Seabase Alpha and all that stuff. I miss all that. I miss the original Communicore. So you talk about all those, and then, of course, we lost the universe of energy. Spaceship Earth is really it. Along with, no, I think, Reflections of China and uh, the the film in Canada. I think those are originals as well. I could be wrong. I, I'm not sure. I have to go back and look. But really, Spaceship Earth is the big attraction that's really has stood the test of time for Epcot and has not changed all that much except for the descent of the attraction. So, but we are probably going to see that that refurbishment of Spaceship Earth uh, lasting for, but they're saying, a couple of years. So, that's going to be coming up soon. You know what, guys? Thank you so much for 
your emails. If you've got an email, if you have a comment, an experience, if you want to pass on some information, tips, or anything else for anybody, please send your email to dw60 at srsounds.com. Those are your headlines and emails here on Press Row. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com. Attention, wizards and witches. The Expedition Roasters Head Roastmaster is pleased to announce the release of four new wizarding brews. Are you charming and courageous? Book smart and brilliant? Big-hearted and kind, or possibly cunning and ambitious. You may have to try all four to find out which house roast you belong to. So cast a transporting spell over to ExpeditionRoasters.com to begin your journey. And don't forget to continue your adventure with our large selection of pop culture-inspired themed coffees. There's always an adventure in every bag. Sorcerer Radio listeners, be sure to use code SR20 for 20% off your first order. That's SR20 at ExpeditionRoasters.com. Brew your happy place. Do you have a Disney-related business or product and would like help getting the word out? Become a sponsor of Sorcerer Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at SRSounds.com. That's good. Yeah, man. <laughs> you think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ico, Ico brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Now, if you need to get in contact with me, send me an email. Send it to dw60 at srsounds.com. You can contact me on Twitter at dw underscore 60. You can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page, or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. If you want to hear DW60 in its entirety, listen every single Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at srsounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, DW60's Press Row Podcast. Have a magical day. No, my was and your was. DisneyLiveCams.com is the place that brings magic into your home via live video and web cameras. The staff at Disney Live Cams scours the internet for only the best live Disney feeds. Watch from the comfort of your home or workplace. Be sure to check out the Downtown Disney Camp every night for a wonderful view of Epcot's reflections of Earth. Feel free to enjoy the Disney Live Cams featured articles. Join the fun with our discussion boxes. And best of all, it's free. Visit DisneyLiveCams.com. Tell your friends and share the magic. DisneyLiveCams.com. A proud sponsor of Sorcerer Radio. Are you looking for some fun on Facebook with fellow Disney fans? Then you need to join the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. The Fun Zone is an exclusive online gathering place where young and old alike can come and share their love of all things Disney in a family-friendly atmosphere. 
It'll also be your place for exclusive downloads, images, giveaways, and more. Join us online by going to Facebook.com and searching for Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone. That's the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone, part of Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Sorcerer Radio is celebrating its 17th year of playing all of your favorite Disney music. And we'd like to thank the listeners for sticking with us. To celebrate, we are giving away free Sorcerer Radio stickers to all of our listeners. To receive your sticker, just send us a self-addressed stamped envelope to Sorcerer Radio, P.O. Box 207, Prairieville, Louisiana, 70769. Thanks again, and here's to many more years of radio magic. Offer valid for U.S. residents. Hi, this is Sorcerer, thanking you, the listeners, for your continued support of Sorcerer Radio, a station committed to bringing the best Disney programming in keeping with Walt Disney's vision, a station where children and parents can have fun listening together and also transporting you back to that favorite place that you all love so much, Walt Disney World. Thanks again for listening. Have a magical day. Thank you.